This is an IELTS Energy Podcast, episode 836, Collocating Disadvantages for IELTS Band 9. Welcome to the IELTS Energy Podcast from All Ears English with your hosts, former IELTS examiner Jessica Beck and Lindsay McMahon, the English adventurer. With hundreds of band 7, 8, and 9 success stories, our strategies are the smartest in the IELTS world. Get your estimated band score now with our two-minute quiz. Go to allearsenglish.com slash score. Today we talk about which prepositions you should be using with the word disadvantage and, more importantly, higher level phrases for this common IELTS expression. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker. You'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hey, Jessica, how's it going? I'm freezing, but good. <laughs> <We're>... <laughs> it's cold here, too. It's never cold in Arizona, and it's cold today. Oh, yeah, cold. Sure. What's the temperature? <laughs> no, it's like 70. It's so cold. No. It's probably 60. I bet it's 60 degrees out, which is very cold for us. <laughs> that is ridiculous. My my mom said the same exact thing this morning because my mom lives in Southern California. Um, and I was telling her just how freezing I feel. Like I was outside running with my dogs while I was talking to her because multitasking. And I couldn't feel my fingertips even though I was wearing gloves. And I was just like, I was just freezing. I came home really fast because it was too cold. And my, and my mom was like, yeah, it's really cold here too. It's like 62. I was like, oh, it's like 35 right now. Don't talk to me about your 60 degree weather. That's true. I should not be complaining about the chillier weather we have here when it's so cold in other parts of the world, like where you live. Um, I remember when I lived in Taiwan. Listeners, you might know this already, but I lived in Taiwan for six years. And um, it's like it's a tropical climate, right? It's pretty warm over there. And the quote unquote winter time when it would get a little bit cold, which is not cold, no. but it's a little bit cold like I was so excited and most people were because you could finally wear a sweater or like a jacket when like when if people were at home we would be in shorts and t-shirts but you get acclimated to wherever you're living so at the time I felt like it was cold in the winter in Taiwan but looking back it was not Yeah, I lived in Montreal, Canada for a couple Ooh, of winters and it's by the water too, right? And it's oh, no, gosh. The, you cannot put on enough layers because it's humid Seriously. and that oh. the humidity of the cold just goes right to your bones. No matter how much clothing you put on, it was so cold and they just Ugh. get so much snow there. So yeah, yeah, compared to that, it's it's quite warm here in Phoenix. <laughs> I'll stop complaining about the cold. <laughs> well, you know, there are advantages and disadvantages to every climate. I mean, the advantage of living where I do is that I have, I can go snowboarding. I could drive for 45 minutes and be in the snow and have amazing snowboarding. So I just have to make myself take advantage of it while it's here instead of sitting home and complaining about it. Um, but there are advantages and disadvantages to anywhere we live, right? 
Yes, exactly. And this is very appropriate for what we're talking about today <laughs> <Yes>. because <laughs> we had a student comment in Facebook asking about um, collocation of disadvantages. And if you would say there are more disadvantages than benefits of doing something, or would you say there are more disadvantages than benefits to doing something? And I kind of had to think about it because yeah. they both sounded right, um, yeah. but maybe one a little better. And so I Googled and there are all these forums, people who have very strong opinions about this. Really? <laughs> yes. It was kind of fascinating. Why? And- you know, I wonder how much time some people spend um, being very passionate about a preposition, <laughs> I know. you know, about prepositional passion it confuses me because i th- i don't know i don't i don't think about it as much as that and no me, we just they, say what ooh, sounds they right sound right yeah yeah so i've started thinking about it and i think the reason one sounded quote unquote right is one does sound more formal if yeah. we say yeah there are more disadvantages than benefits to sleeping in, that does sound more formal. And if you say of sleeping in, kind of sounds a little more or informal. Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't say informal, but I would say average and common, right? Yes. Like I would yeah. say most native speakers, we would say of, that's how we hear it. That's how we say it. That's just what we're surrounded by. I would say benefits or disadvantages of doing something of verb ing for sure, that grammar, but yeah. The two, to my mind, has the same exact meaning, but it's less common. And that's why it sounds a little fancier. Yes, exactly, right? A little more professional. Like right. you, would, you would speak this way at work or yeah. to a professor. Yes, I agree. Or on the IELTS exam if you're writing task two or doing speaking part three. So, guys, they're both correct. This is this. That's all you need to know right now. Right? Is they're both know correct. They're both correct. And this is so key. Why you need to be part of a community like our Facebook community? Because that student, if all they had were, was that information on those forums, they yeah. would have wasted a lot of time being really concerned about which preposition to use when right. they're both correct. Right. So this is a, a community that's um, exclusive to our three keys students. So you've got to get into the system. AllEarsEnglish.com forward slash K-E-Y-S. And then you can join our Facebook community where you can ask any question and you have us, teachers with years and years of experience, expert access 24-7. You can post, if you think of a question at 2 a.m., yep, post it. Yeah, <laughs> We're going totally. to answer and then you'll know that someone with experience who knows what they're talking about, especially you, Jessica, where you were an examiner for 14 years. So you really know, like examiners don't care if you're using of or to there. Exactly. They, right. That's you're not, your score is not going to lower depending no. on which preposition you use there. It will have no impact on your score. So think about it, guys. You guys are busy. You guys are like really busy adults, right? Families and jobs. Do you want to spend an hour trying to understand these forums that are written on by grammar nerds? Or <laughs> do you want to just at, like take two minutes and ask in the Facebook group and get an answer, right? Save that other hour for doing a reading practice test, right? Like there's so many smart ways we could be spending our time. Besides, guys, just don't read any forums about prepositions. Just don't. Like, I'm just going to say, just don't, whether you're in our community or not. Don't do it. Guys, as an examiner for 14 years, I can tell you 
That is wasting your time. That is not going to make any difference in your score. All right. Especially if you think about the grammar score, right? If you mess up a few transitions here and there, you're going to get the same grammar score you would have gotten either way. Exactly. Most students get a six in grammar because it's very difficult to get your grammar to where you're at the point of getting a seven. So you don't want to be spending a ton of time about these tiny grammar rules that aren't going to help your score when there are things you could spend time on that could really help your score. Exactly. Exactly. So guys, two and four followed by verb ing. I mean, two or of followed by verb ing, right? That's what we would say with disadvantages or benefits. They're they both work. They're both correct. I think two sounds more fancy. <laughs> yes. That's all you need to know. Um, just as a side note, before we take a little short break, guys, um, after doing my master's, I was really, I was really um, excited about these terms, descriptive and prescriptive, because they they govern how I want to teach English, how I do teach English, how All Ears English likes to encourage you guys to learn English. So prescriptive is like this is the only thing that's correct, and this is what you have to do when. Guys, I mean, that's those rules are not always true. Like all of the stuff that you found on the forums, 99.9% of native speakers would have no awareness of any of those quote unquote rules. And that means they're not rules anymore because no one uses them. So they're actually not rules because they don't apply. But descriptive, guys, we want to teach you how people really talk. And if you guys want a high score on speaking, right? Then you want to speak like a native speaker. You need descriptive language, modern language, how we really speak English, not sounding like a textbook, not sounding like a mechanical student robot. So that's, I mean, this is important, guys. Don't get bogged down in little rules, okay? But after the break, you are going to learn some really super awesome parallel expressions instead of saying disadvantages, because that word is boring. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. The real question is, should should you use the word disadvantage? No, there are better words. (laughs) Exactly. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. All right, welcome back, Jessica. Thank you so much. I love, for some reason, because you say that after we come back from a break every time and it surprises me and I don't know why, but every time it surprises me. It's like- And you kind of love being welcomed, right? I do. I love being welcomed. I do. It's lovely. It's like a delightful feeling. Um, Okay. (laughs) All right. So um, before the break, guys, we talked about a um, grammar non-rule and why it does not matter, but what- What does matter for your score is great vocab, guys. This is how you could really get that seven or higher and not worrying about tiny little rules that don't make any difference. So let's get to what really matters. Aubrey, what is the first paraphrase for disadvantage? 
All right. So this is a good one. You use the word drawback, which really means the exact same thing as disadvantage. Uh-huh. And also for drawback, you can use of or to plus a verb yeah. ing, right? So a drawback to sleeping in is my kids are late to school. And it would be <laughs> just as accurate to say a drawback of doesn't matter. You can use either one. Exactly. So the most important thing there, guys, is first of all, great paraphrase. Second of all, verb ing. Right? Like, just get that grammar correct. Yes. Don't say to um, base verb, right? That's a glaring mistake. Not right in any context. So we're getting the big rules right, and that's what matters. Um, so another paraphrase would be shortcoming, which I love. This sounds very, um, very formal to me. Like, I wouldn't say this just in daily conversation with my friends, I think, this word. That's why it would be so perfect to use on IELTS, because it's interesting, it's fancy, it's impressive. So let's see. A shortcoming of studying abroad is it costs a lot of money. (laughs) Yes, exactly. Similar vocabulary, right? But here, I wouldn't say two, right? I wouldn't wouldn't use two there. It sounds totally wrong. We don't use it. So I would say a shortcoming of verb ing. Yeah, and it is a little more specific about when you use it because you would not say a shortcoming of sleeping in is when my kid, no, right? That's true. You're talking about something specific that has shortcomings. It's lacking in some way, right? Exactly. Totally. That's a really good point. So also understanding that it is a paraphrase for disadvantage, but it's a more specific meaning. And we can't just use it in every single sentence instead of disadvantage, right? So I like that. Shortcoming signifies um, a lack, a gap. Something is missing, right? Exactly. Um, So discussing, let's see. I think um, people have shortcomings. I think that's often how we use it, right? Maybe jobs have shortcomings. What's lacking? So I would say the easiest thing, the easiest topic to apply this to on IELTS would be describing people on the speaking exam or in the writing test. So. Um, <laughs> I've been talking about my best friend a lot lately and I shouldn't talk about a shortcoming, but everybody has shortcomings. One of her shortcomings is that she's often late. I would say always late. Mm, that's a big <laughs> shortcoming. I really like people to be prompt. And Me too. Time. But if it's consistent, then I could depend on it. And I always bring a book, right? I'm like, I know it's going to be 10 or 15 minutes, so I'm just going to read. And then like, it's fine. All right. So what's one more paraphrase for disadvantage, Aubrey? So this is a really good one. You can say that something has a stumbling block or you can say a stumbling block for and then whatever it is you're talking about. So uh, or and you can also use to and of here. So a stumbling block to high school uh, is that sometimes kids are bullied. (laughs) You know what? As I'm reflecting on this phrase, I think actually most of the time we don't use it with a preposition. Right? I mean, you can. Mm. I would say to or of would be most applicable, but I would say yes. one major stumbling block is, right? And I wouldn't use a preposition. It's a more direct phrase, I think. I'd be a major stumbling block is being late to school. Or it's like I've already presented the problem or the mm. situation, and then I say exactly what the what the disadvantage of that is. 
right? Like, I feel like that's how we use it most often. Yeah, that's true. And so if you feel like if you're writing an essay, for example, and you feel like you've written the words disadvantage, drawback, and you, you know, you're wanting a new one. If you want to use stumbling block, yeah, change up the way the sentence is written. I've seen this a lot when I'm grading essays, that students will really want to swap out the exact words and leave the same sentence structure. Don't right. be afraid to switch it up so that it either sounds right to you because you're listening to a lot of English. It's starting to sound right, what how it should be, right? True. Yeah. And yeah, just switch that up and say, instead of, a stu- you can say, a stumbling block of this is or a stumbling block is definitely and I would say like on that note guys test day is not where you want to take risks right yeah good so point. if you're not sure about the preposition think of a sentence structure where you don't have to use it make it a simple sentence and don't have that mistake at all right it's better to have a perfect simple sentence than a longer sentence with more mistakes so if you're not sure about the preposition Let's think of a, a way that you're sure of using it, even if it's more simple. Okay, That's true. Guys? For all of these, you can have a separate yeah. sentence, right? If you're already discussing the problem, and then you have a simple sentence after that's totally separate and says, the drawback is this costs people a lot of money. Yes, like, that's exactly. also yeah, giving a lot of variety of sentences. That's True. Good. Yes, exactly. Oh my gosh, so much good advice today, you guys. Remember, guys, if you want 24-7 access to our team of IELTS experts, me and Aubrey, we are in that Facebook group, guys, and I still post stuff every Monday, every Tuesday. We still have the Writing Wizard Contest. It is the most active and motivated online community of IELTS learners. I could say with 100% certainty that that is true. This is the most amazing community to be a part of. And guys, even if you go to an IELTS school or an IELTS class, you can't ask, you can't call that teacher up at 2 a.m. and ask him a question, Okay. Nothing compares to being in this community, guys. AllEarsEnglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. This is the most supported way to learn IELTS. Yeah, and I feel like sometimes I'll get emailed a question and I'll want to say, oh, post that on Facebook because other students have that same question. And then we can learn from each other, right? You can read the posts other people write and the comments and you're learning. You're like, oh, I didn't even realize I had that question, but I didn't know that. I'm so glad I I read this. I (laughs) know. For sure. I have talked to a couple um, students who got really high scores. And I'm like, were you in the Facebook group? I don't remember seeing you in there. And they're like, I was a little shy. I didn't post anything, but I read it I every read it. day. For sure. <laughs> totally. Yes. All right, guys. AllEarsEnglish.com slash K-E-Y-S. Examiner experience 24-7 online support. Get in the 3K system now. All right, Aubrey. Thanks for chatting today. You too. I'll see you next time. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. Thanks for listening to IELTS Energy. Hit subscribe now and don't forget to find your estimated band score at allearsenglish.com slash my score.